Hello, friends, and welcome to an all new episode of Heartfelt Consciousness. So today's guest is Kimberly Archibald Russell, uh, founder of My Village Yoga, who is located in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, she writes on her website. So in the early years of her yoga practice, Kimberly rarely saw people of color at studios around Cleveland. So it was then that her dream was born. So to teach yoga in her Cleveland neighborhood, that dream is now a reality. So we kind of talk a little bit about how that studio started and um, her space there, how she got into yoga and everything, her journey. Uh, awesome story. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode and I'll see you guys on the other side. So good afternoon, Kimberly. How are you? I am well, thank you. So uh, I just wanted to introduce the listeners to how we met. And we were just talking <laughs> about this prior to um, turning on the recording was um, so our previous guest, Atma Darshan, who had talked about uh, Yoga Nidra and such. She actually was connected to you and she provided me a wealth of guests opportunities. And you were one of them. And I, I love connecting with instructors that are in my area generally, although I've been uh, also connecting with some other folks as well. Um, so you're in the Cleveland area, obviously, we haven't kind of established a whole lot of that yet. But um, would you mind actually sharing a little bit with the listeners how about yourself and uh, about your journey with yoga? Absolutely. Um, yes, I'm in Cleveland. I'm in the Larchmere uh, Art District. So a fun little area. Yeah, um, over there. Yeah, I um, I found yoga when I was pregnant with my daughter, so it's very easy for me to keep track because she'll be twenty in August. So <laughs> I wow, started with twenty-year practice. Right? I tell folks that I've um, uh, yoga has taken me from maternity to uh, postmenopause. So wow. yeah, that's <laughs> a real thing. Um, she is my successful pregnancy. I have, I'm a mother of one child, but I've been pregnant four times. Oh, wow. And that's why I love yoga. It was that for me. It informs my family. It created my family. Yeah. Um, I just think I was super stressed out doing the yeah. corporate thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the doctors were like, there's no reason. <laughs> Go to it. Um, they couldn't figure out why. And when I discovered prenatal yoga, at the Atma Center here in ah, Cleveland. Yes, on yes, the yes. Road. And I did a class at Cleveland Clinic. So that was my successful pregnancy. And I can't say that I started practicing daily mm -hmm. 20 years ago, but it just kept, it was something I kept coming back to, you know, while I was doing all my other stuff. Um, so come full speed here, I uh, worked 30 years corporate. Mm -hmm. raising my, my daughter, um, married and got downsized. Right. And I was pretty well into my yoga then. And after working at a company for 25 years, I was deep into my yoga and realized that even though it sound downsizing sounds scary and horrible, mm -hmm. it really wasn't. It really wasn't. I, you know it what? Wasn't, I I can totally relate to this whole entire right. story because that's, this is, so I had gotten my teaching certification, um, in 17 and, um, actually I was in a, in a space that was, I was completely miserable mm -hmm. and 
the following year, oh, sorry, we're eliminating your position. <laughs> so again, it's the universe provides. The universe right, provides. Right. Exactly. And the universe provided me a partner who said, you're loving doing this yoga stuff on the evenings and weekends. I had gone um, in 2013 to my first 200-hour yoga teacher training, and I was mm-hmm. just going to use it for me, deepening my practice. You know what we all say. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, this is good stuff. I'm going to share this with my girlfriends, you know, and then the next thing I know, I'm going down to my favorite library. I'm talking to my librarians. They're like, you should do it here. I do it there. I walk down the street to my local rec center and they're like, you can do it here. And I do it there. So that started my village yoga. Wow. That's After awesome. I just had my 200 hour, right? Yeah. So yeah, my daughter. So where, where, I'm going to ask you, where was your, um, so where was your actual teacher training at? Like, where did you go for that? Uh, Jivasara with Marnie Task at the little school on Murray Hill. I think I have to interview her. She's actually oh, been brought. So. She has been brought up in a couple different uh, podcast episodes that haven't. Not all of them have aired yet. So, but mm-hmm. I, I know that there's been multiple oh, she's that wonderful. love her. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. That this might be the sign where I need to connect right. with her. I think for right. sure. So- the person who really brought me full speed back into yoga is Lori Myers. We mm-hmm. worked together at the Plain Dealer and um, she trained with Marnie. So That's I trained cool. with Marnie. Right. That's awesome. That's right. Amazing. So, yeah, she so at Madarshan had actually provided me a little bit of background that um, I was not familiar with. Um, so you have some various studies and just dis- different yoga therapy prenatal, like you mentioned, um, so what actually brought you to exploring comedic yoga practices? I'm actually really interested in about this because I, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to be like, I'm very ignorant to what, you know, what, what's all involved. What is yeah, it? There's tons of lineages out yeah. there, right? When yeah, you took yeah. your first 200 hour yoga teacher training, you probably didn't know as many as you do today. Oh, and still, yeah. we probably don't know what all is out there in comedic yoga. And I remember telling um, the folks at Atma Center, I was trained in comedic yoga. But what they heard was comedic yoga. Oh. So they thought it was yoga and comedy. <laughs> Wow, so <laughs> that's just well, familiar, right? Maybe you're creating your own lineage right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, laughing is good medicine. Exactly. Um, so my 200 hour with Marnie, I did a 300 hour uh, with Latia Phillips Bay, mm-hmm. and it was more tantric based. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all done here. And when I was training with her, she had the founder of of yoga skills, comedic yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is uh, Yasir Ra Hotep. And I did like a workshop with him and loved it and loved the premise of this is foundational yoga. We see it in the hieroglyphs. Mm-hmm. Um, it very much is about our birthright is peace. Where they use uh, African archetypes. So they translate very much if you think about um, mythology, Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. And you know that the Greeks went to Egypt. That's where the universities were. That's where the first math, mm-hmm. medicine, science, astro- astronomy. So it makes sense. Folks put their culture on it, took it back home, did their thing. It's a very pure, simple uh, practice. There's not tons of um, poses. Mm-hmm. But it very much is about freeing the body 
to sit and meditate. And we very much use that ancestral knowledge to empower and strengthen how we live our lives. Now, is that a message that Black folks can hear, receive, value from, and feel empowered from as we live our modern lives? If you don't know, I'll tell you yes. Right. Just that self-empowerment that it comes through the line that it still lives in me. If you think about epigenetics, right, mm-hmm. that energy is in me. So every time I would leave the house, I have those ancestors empowering me, walking with me. And that's a wonderful feeling if you try to evolve. Yeah, to be your I, most successful. That's and that's the message of yoga. Right. Be your right. be your truest, most authentic, best self. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Just that's, resonated. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I can understand. I can I can see that. And I, I, yeah, I was I was kind of reading into it a little bit so I could kind of educate myself. And um, yeah, so I read an article. It was about um, just kind of a, again what it encompassed, and mm-hmm. by Diane Bondi. Who, oh yeah, yeah. Well, actually, like, I, I enjoy her practices. Um, mm-hmm. I, had, I had subscribed to Yoga International like a few months ago, and I was just kind of doing some, just some, just to change up my own practices. And I taken, I love her classes though; they're just very yeah. accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my, that's my thing, and it's obviously MVP's thing because it's part of their core right. values. But, um, but yeah, I really just it was it really interests me on just that it's not always, it's not just about India. It, it also has exactly that are in Africa too. And, you know, this is something I just never knew anything about. So awesome. Thanks for sharing. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, so with your teachings, you, you specialize in adapting yoga poses and sequences uh, to provide just an enjoyable, beneficial experiences for, you know, for men, for women, for anybody that's going to come into your space, um, anybody, you know, have it again, coming back to that accessibility uh, factor. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, your yoga experience will be unique to your body and your life. Um, so with that being said, how do you personally take all those practices off the mat and just apply them to your day to day? Uh, Very much from uh, specifically my yoga therapy training, um, instituting routines for me as a Vada, (laughs) we can be pretty flighty, Um, just having the practice to start my day, uh, even as a cycle of the seasons changing, doing cleanses. Uh, I've been married 30 years and I say yoga is about strength, flexibility, and balance being married. Oh, you need all three of those for sure. (laughs) Yes. And being married 30 years, you know, there's lots of things that happen over that time. I mean, just living my life. I'm really trying to slow down, being mindful. What is my intention? Always what's my why? And to me, that's Mm -hmm. the yoga. And I found that very much though living in COVID. It's really made me slow down, even though now this is my fifth year um, teaching yoga full-time as my full-time vocation. Mm-hmm. And I had even got a little caught up there, you know, every call you don't have to take, you know, every gig offered, you don't have to accept. Uh, really, I know what my mission is in trying to stay in tune with that because there you get caught up. I got caught up when I was in corporate, right? We have since downsized our lives. 
We moved to a smaller house. We got rid of our car. I mean, just the way we're living, the way we spend, the way we eat. It's not just my vocation. It really is how I'm living. My daughter tells me all the time, yoga is your thing. Mommy is not my thing. But when she doesn't feel good, she makes ginger tea. She rubs her belly with peppermint oil. She gets the hot water. You know, it's not Advil isn't the first thing she thinks. So I've even snuck her. Right. <laughs> she thinks she's not a yogi, but you know, I think she is. Right. She's slowing down and really being mindful about what she's doing, why she's doing it. Not just taking the, the modern day line mm-hmm. for everything she does. And, and, you know, we can get caught up. I'm a, I graduated in the eighties. That was, I think the me generation, we were about trying to make that money. Mm-hmm. And, but we know that the most important things in life aren't things but we can get caught up sometimes. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that kind of leads me to the last question and you kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, so what do you feel is the most valuable lesson that you learned during 2020, especially since we all kind of were like, it was like an upheaval of everything. Um, and some people were probably not expecting this to last (laughs) like (laughs) five minutes. (laughs) They're like, Oh, it'll be fine. And, you know, honestly, I can even say myself, you know, we had just come back from, I had just taken a teaching vacation, like out of the country, we just literally got back. And then three weeks later, you know, we were hearing about it before we got back. And I'm like, Oh, you know, whatever, it's not going to just like anything else. I'm thinking it's not going to affect us in any way. You know, I had no clue what this was going to entail. So here we are. Right. (laughs) Still. Yeah. And, and for me, it's going back to that, keeping it simple, slowing down. Uh, granted, that's not going to look the same for everyone. Yeah. I'm 55. So I'm in, a, in that stage anyway, probably. But, you know, walks with my husband. He's working from home. Mm-hmm. So we can go at lunch and take a nice walk. Maybe we take three walks a day. Um, I'm actually doing probably more yoga than ever. My practice, and I'll do usually a midday yoga nidra at lunchtime, and then we'll walk. And in the evening, I might practice with some friends virtually, right? So, uh, and that's really helped me through this year. And I'm a yoga teacher, but I wasn't using Mm -hmm. the skill set that I know, and I know what it what it can do in this time of slowing down has led me right back to it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to keep these lessons I've learned in COVID. There's plenty of really good ones. Yeah. I'm going to hold on to. Yeah. I would agree with that 110%. Mm-hmm. I think I was kind of in that same boat, you know, just kind of running around. And again, you don't have, even though we know all the stuff we should be doing, we're not doing it. And, um, I don't know. I just feel like that wasn't living authentically as I could have been. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I wasn't present. I'm with you. I wasn't yeah. present at and all. We were busy. We were being yeah. busy. We, we, were... we really get caught up in the being busy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, using that breath and slowing down. We we teach it. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We don't. It's yeah, so we do. Simple. Oh my. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I really appreciate the time that you've uh, given me this afternoon, uh, Kimberly, and I hope that we can following up. Yeah, absolutely. And I I feel like there'll be a time in 2021 that I'll be able to actually hopefully meet you in person at some point. (laughs) Never know. Let's do it. Put it on the calendar. Exactly. All right. Well, have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye.
right, friends. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Kimberly. And as always, don't forget to share, review, and subscribe. Be well, my friends.